Hello and welcome to the very first ever Cinemaxic Podcast, a podcast about movies. I am your host, Max Lido, a.k.a. Max Fozzie, a.k.a. Daddy Longlegs. Here to talk movie reviews, movie news, and to whisper sweet, sweet nothings into your ear holes. Thank you all so much for joining me today for the very first ever Cinemaxic. I've been wanting to do this for years, um, and it's finally time to kick this thing off. I can, I'm basically going to just talk at length about things that I love, so I'm super excited to do this. I'm not going to annoy people anymore when I just, you know, take up half their day talking about it. Uh, you guys are actually going to willingly subscribe to this, so I hope you're on board, because um, this train train's taking off from the station, and we aren't stopping. So, without further ado, I just kind of want to talk about the Cinemastic Podcast and what we're going to do. So again, my name is Max. I'm going to be your host um, and we're going to discuss a variety of things, movie news-wise. Um, of course, movie movie news. Um, we're going to movie reviews as well. Uh, got Fantastic Beasts coming up here. I'm excited to get into that. Um, and we're just going to have general discussions about everything movies, everything film, everything that could possibly relate anything you know anything like that anything that has to do with movies it's going to be on here and we're going to talk about it and i'm going to try and give it as much of a personal flair as possible as most people know me or my personal flair that's what you're going to get with this we're going to make it unique we're going to have fun with it um i want to thank first of all my production manager here jay katz jordan katzer who's uh going to be doing all the production on this uh it makes it sound so good so sweet so smooth. That's all on JCats here. I want to thank him for being a part of this. Um, with the Cinemaxic podcast, what I hope to do is do this twice a week to, to start um, and uh, see where we go from there. Uh, I don't have a solid schedule of what days we're going to post on, but you can expect to see us two times a week. So keep an eye on our Facebook and Twitter pages because we're going to post there when to expect podcasts. Um, and... Another thing I really would like to do is right off the bat, if any of you guys who are listen have any movie-related topics, questions, or just, just discussions that you want us to cover, I would love for you all to send us an email at cinemaxticpod at gmail.com. That's just the name of the podcast with pod at the end, at gmail.com. Send your questions, uh, topics, or suggestions. I, I'm an open book to all this, and I want to get you guys as involved as possible in this. Because you're going to be the backbone of this thing. You're the only, you're, I'm, not, I'm not planning for a lot of listeners right off the bat, but you guys are going to be the backbone of this thing. So send your questions there, send anything you have, and I would love to hear and discuss that. Um, next, this is going to be kind of a podcast network. So we're also going to do a podcast called Force Vision, and that's going to air two times a month, and that is a Star Wars podcast. And we're going to discuss all things, all things uh, Star Wars ranging from movie news, TV news, comics, games, anything you can think of that has to do with Star Wars. We're going to try and cover it, and we're going to have fun. And I'm going to have a host with that as well, a second host, and we're going to do that twice a month. So I'm pretty excited about that as well. Um, And finally, to round out the network here, is the podcast The Common Room, and that's going to be a podcast about Harry Potter. And we're going to do that right off the bat once a month. It's going to be all things Harry Potter. Now, anyone who knows me knows I'm a huge Harry Potter fan as well as a Star Wars fan and uh, various other things. But Harry Potter is uh, very close to my heart. So I'm excited to talk all things Harry Potter on that cast. 
with a variety of different hosts as well. Um, and we're going to do that once a month to start. Harry Potter news is hard to come by sometimes, other than this Fantastic Beasts movie coming out uh, literally tomorrow. Um, but uh, since it's a little bit slow to come, we're going to do that once once a month. So keep an eye on that as well. We're actually going to launch that on hopefully Friday with a review of Fantastic Beasts 2, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Um, we can go from there. Now, um, the last two things I want to mention is where you can listen. Right off the bat, we're going to be airing on Anchor, the app Anchor, um, which you can download from the App Store. And we're also going to be posting on every other major podcast site for the most part. Um, so keep an eye out on all your favorite podcast uh, apps and websites. But from right now, just listen on Anchor, and we'll go from there. And if you guys see us posted anywhere else, because we're going to be kind of putting in a directory um, to be pushed out onto these networks, please let us know, because I'd love to give them a shout-out um, for, for you know, putting us on there. Um, and this is just the audio version, guys. This is just the beginning, because we're going to do live shows. That's right. We're live streaming on YouTube. Not right now, but we will be at some point in a nice little studio thing. And it's, we're going to, you know, it's just a nice little studio thing. I think that's what we, that's what we could call it. And uh, we're going to do some live shows, hopefully here and there, uh, monthly as well. So you can watch um, if you want to do that. That'll be a lot of fun too. So something to look out for. All right. I think that's going to round out everything that has to do with this podcast and this network. Let's dive right into the movie news. We're going to discuss... Pokemon Detective Pikachu. What the shit is what I want to say when I saw that trailer. It kind of put me in the uncanny valley, you know? I'm not sure how I feel about the Pokemon. It's cool because they're, you know, they they resemble their characters, but it's a little too lifelike for me. It's coming off a little creepy. Um, but other than that, the voice cast, the humor in there, what they were trying to go for, I see what they're trying to do. And I'm I'm I really got a kick out of the trailer. I really did. Other than the weird looking Pokemon, I really got a kick out of it. And me and Pokemon go way back. Um, I've been watching. I watched a TV show when I was a kid. I traded the Pokemon cards. Obviously, played the games. Uh, the Pokemon cards were treated almost as like cocaine or something at my grade school. We were not allowed to even bring them because we were so hooked on our Pokemon cards. I had to trade them in the bathroom. I had to bring Pokemon cards with me into the bathroom. And trade them in there until I was ratted out, and uh, yeah, that, that didn't end well. So this is close, near and dear to my heart. Um, I loved Ryan Reynolds' voice acting on this thing. He um, really uh, seems to be giving it a hundred percent, which I was worried when they casted him. That obviously it's Pokemon, so I didn't think maybe he would give it a hundred percent because he wouldn't take it as seriously. But he he's Really, really giving it his all on this. I, I loved his voice acting. I loved the decision to keep him, uh, cast him as Detective Pikachu here. And it uh, it does look really, really good. The um, description for this movie, for all you guys who don't know, is it's basically the story begins around, and this is literally the, the little description here. The story begins when Ace Detective Harry Goodman goes mysteriously missing, prompting his 21-year-old son, Tim, to find out what happened. Aiding an investigation is Harry's former Pokemon partner, Detective Pikachu, a hilariously wisecracking, adorable super sleuth whose puzzlement even to himself, who is a puzzlement even to himself. 
Finding that they are uniquely equipped to communicate with one another, Tim and Pikachu join forces on a thrilling adventure to unravel the tangled mystery. And I'm really rooting for this thing, you know, because if this does well, we're talking a fully-fledged live-action Pokemon movie universe. What else could a 25-year-old man want in his life more than a cinematic universe involving Pokemon that's live action. That's why you should be rooting for this thing. That's why even if the movie sucks, even if it's the worst, you should still go and give it your money because I want to see more of those terrible Pokemon movies um, in full-fledged CGI beauty. Um, but the, something else that I notice on this trailer as well is that I, even though they're like really realistic looking, it seems like there's different art styles for almost all the different Pokemon. Like Mr. Mime... I mean, he is the creepiest looking dude I've ever seen before this trailer, and afterwards it just solidified it more. And um, he looks like he's in a totally—he kind of looks like he's in a totally different universe than what the actual main character, Detective Pikachu, is. He, he just looks like a totally different art style. So I'm—I'm ex- I'm, I'm interested to see how that turns out. I'm kind of worried about that because that could—if there's not like a, a status quo between all the designs of the Pokemon. It just, it's not going to seem um, as genuine as it should be because with the cards and the cartoons and everything, they're all in one type of design, one type of style. Um, so it makes it feel like a whole universe. This almost kind of, from I was getting like, um, uh, Jordan, what's that uh, Steven Spielberg movie that just came out in the summer? It was uh, Ready Player One. I was getting Ready Player One vibes. It, it wasn't a... Uh, it, w- <laughs> it it just all these different elements kind of with none of them the same art styles. I was kind of getting that with the Pokemon here, but I'm hoping that's not the case. But anyways, I am excited for it. They got a cool poster, and uh, that is going to come out in theaters April 25th, 2018. So uh, keep uh, keep your ears keep your ears on this podcast to hear more about that as uh, as we get more development. It's going to be rated R, hard R. Um, I'm just joking. PG. It's not. Moving on. We're going to talk Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Another another one of my, a movie that's close to my heart. Because as I said, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. I think what they really called this, want to call this movie though, is I'm we're really upset that we decided Fantastic Beasts to go with the franchise name, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Because... Nothing about these trailers really seem like they're going to even focus on the Fantastic Beasts element, and it's really just about Grindelwald. So I feel like they're they're regretting the decision to make that their entire franchise header. But but nevertheless, they're forcing them in there anyways. For those who don't know, I didn't didn't like the first Fantastic Beasts that much. I I was not a big fan. I just uh, the story was kind of slow paced. I fell asleep in the theater a little bit, honestly. I, I'm actually not entirely sure how the whole thing went. I went to sleep at one point, and I woke up, and they were being chased by some, I think, hippo beast in a zoo. Uh, that's that's all that's all I know, and that's saying something because I love Harry Potter so much that I, I, I would never, you know, I would never sleep during a Harry Potter movie. I could throw that thing on 2 a.m. I'm finishing it. I'm I'm staying up till 5 a.m. to finish this thing. So that says something for me about the Fantastic Beast series. However, this looks like to be a much better change of pace, if you ask me. 
Um, if you were turned off by that first one, I think you should give this second one a try. It looks like they're going a little darker. Um, it looks like they're including, obviously, some of the characters that we would love from the books and the movies. I'm excited to see Jude Law's young Albus. I think he was a great choice um, for, for Albus. He's He, he has that um, kind of whimsical but at the same time dark edge to him. And Dumbledore throughout the entire series in the books and in the movies – He's a whimsical character, a, a kind of a, a, a an old sage. Uh, is that the right word? An old an old wizard that has sage advice, maybe is what I was trying to say. And I think they're trying to capture that with Jude Law here, which I'm I'm excited about. I think he's going to be a great Dumbledore. He's going to. I was worried when they said they were going to bring Albus in because. I loved Albus so much in the books and in the movies. I didn't want to, them to ruin or tarnish his character that we grew to love so much by bringing in a younger character. Um, however, we all know he, that character went through various challenges, various difficulties, and I think we're going to see kind of uh, them touch on that. And I think that's admirable for Albus in general is he gets to we, – we get to see why he is the person he is and that it wasn't it didn't it took a, a long time for him to become that wizard we know and love. He wasn't always the character we know. Um and it took some time to get there. So I'm excited to see Jude Law's take. Um but the very the most important character in this to me is Grindelwald. I am a huge Johnny Depp fan. I watch almost all of his movies and when I say I watch almost all of his movies, I mean I watch the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise and that's pretty much it. However, the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise is one of my favorite franchises of all time. You can hate on the last two ones that came out, I understand. But the first three, and we're going to get into this on another day, but the first three are some of the best cinematic universe building you will ever see, ever, in a movie. So if you don't agree with me, go watch the first three again. And if you still don't agree with me, you're wrong. That's honestly how it goes. So I'm excited to see Johnny Depp portray Grindelwald here. He seems to be getting some positive buzz for his performance. Um, people are are loving his his kind of darker take. He's also coming across very serious. I know he's known for having these kind of dorky, doofus characters and never doing a serious role. Even though this takes place in a fantastical world, it seems like he's treating it as a serious drama, which I am super excited to see his performance as Garrett Grindelwald because of that. He seems like he's bought in 100% as that character. He showed up to Comic-Con, dresses Grindelwald to address, to address the crowd. No one else on the cast did that. He wanted to do that. And that's what I've always loved about Johnny Depp is when he buys in, the dude buys in. And that's why he's in a ton of debt. But other than that, <laughs> but he buys into his characters, and he he really, really embraces the fandoms of those different universes. So I, I was super excited to see him as Grindelwald, and I'm excited to hear he's getting positive buzz. And uh, I can't wait to see what, what he does as that character. So definitely check out um, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald this weekend. It comes out on Thursday night. I'll be there Thursday night at midnight to see it. And then I hope to, on Friday, right away, launch The Common Room with a review of that thing. So I just wanted to give a quick preview for those who were wanting to, you know, get an idea if it's a movie they should see. I think it is. I think it's going to be a turn of a change of pace from the last one. Um, and they're going to bring in some characters that we know and love that I think uh, longtime Harry Potter fans will get a kick out of.
<clears throat> okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, the next story I want to talk about is Toy Story. This movie is going to make me cry so hard, guys. So hard. I don't know if you caught this last trailer. It's not emotional or anything. It's 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 really funny, and it has Key and Peele's characters who are going to be... Uh, let's see. Let's bring up their character name. Uh, Keegan is going to play Ducky. And Peel's gonna play Bunny. And this last trailer came out. I was it was funny. They look like they're gonna be great characters. Um, and I'm always excited to see what new characters they bring into uh, Toy Story. What new toys they bring in. And, and these two look like they're gonna be an absolute blast to watch and a, and a nice funny element. Um, the Toy Story Four uh, synopsis does not exist either. So there's really no. Uh, there's there's no. Um, like anything I can really go off of. There's one sentence that says, when a new toy called Forky joins Woody and the gang, a road trip alongside old and new friends reveals how big the world can be for a toy. Um, I, I really have not, not much to go off of that. It sounds like it's going to be, a, uh, they're going to go with an adventure aspect on this, and I'm excited to see that. It's going to be a, a huge adventure, probably the biggest one they've gone on in all four movies, because I, I have a feeling this is going to be the last one. In, in the whole series. They're going to do one more and call it good. Um, Tom Hanks said earlier this week he couldn't even face his directors and producers who are typically in the room. When, when voice actors are performing, they're usually behind a glass. They're, they're in some sort of studio or behind a glass window, and they're facing their producers, their directors, who will then obviously give them direction on their voice and their acting as they're, as they're doing it. Tom Hanks said he literally could not face his producers or directors because the last scene of Toy Story is so intense that he he couldn't do it uh, emotionally and he wanted to face away from them. And Tim Allen, who voices Buzz Lightyear, obviously, commented that he he was in tears and shambles at the end of this. So I don't know what they're going to do to us in that theater. They're going to make me cry and they're going to make a lot of people cry. And, um, you know, it... it it's kind of like going into a horror movie. You know that you're going to get scared, and you just don't know when it's going to happen, and that's what Toy Story 4 is for me. I know I'm going to cry. I just don't know when it's going to happen. It's going to be unexpected. Um, and I cry at literally everything. I cried at Paddington 2 this year. The last scene, man, got me. For all those who've seen Paddington 2, it was, it was a sweet moment. It really just um, brought down the house, brought down the, brought down the tears across my face <laughs> um so that's really what we got for toy story 4 they got a new trailer out so definitely go check that out they have two new trailers a couple new posters out um i'm really excited for this movie june 21st 2019 um yeah very 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 excited for um and really guys just to kind of cap it off now i know we've kind of moved a little quickly and whatnot you're gonna have to be patient with me with these podcasts. We're we're learning. We're learning as we go, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna get better at this as we go too. So, um, appreciate you guys sticking around with me so far for this. But what I wanted to cover is my favorite John Wayne movies, and the reason being is there's a game out right now called Red Dead Redemption Two, as I'm sure many of you know. It's kind of taken over the world, and that game that I've been playing as well kind of got me in the mood to watch some westerns. And when I go go to watch westerns, I'm watching John Wayne movies. And uh, fun fact, when I was watching these John Wayne movies as a kid, which was, I watched dozens of them with my dad as a kid. 
I thought John Wayne was the name of the character, and it was basically a giant cinematic, cin- cinematic. Oh, oh, sorry, there was a plug there. Uh, cinematic uh, universe of John Wayne characters, and he literally played the same guy every single movie. And uh, so I thought that was like the original, like almost the OG Marvel cinematic universe. I thought it was uh, John Wayne had his very own. Turns out that's not the truth, and I think I was like 22 when I found that out. So that's embarrassing. But um, I wanted to bring up my three favorite John Wayne movies to tell you to go watch this weekend if you're feeling like watching some westerns. Uh, Number one is Big Jake. Um, Big Jake is an amazing movie. Uh, It's a cross-country adventure. John John Wayne's character goes to rescue a kidnapped Jacob McCandles. Um, And the movie starts out pretty violent, by the way, when he gets kidnapped. There's a lot of death, and that's... it's it's pretty intense, but um, Jacob McCandles gets kidnapped, and John Wayne and his um, his son and his uh, Jacob McCandles brother head out on the road to um, to get get back uh, Jacob, and it's just a it's a fun adventure. Um, the characters have great chemistry in this movie. The, they make you laugh, and um, they. It's just an excellent, excellent film. So if there's a John Wayne, honestly, if there's a John Wayne movie I can recommend out of all the ones to watch first, it's Big Jake. It's my personal favorite. You definitely have to check that out. The second is True Grit. Uh, this movie uh, is, is probably his most well-known role. Um, he plays, obviously, Rooster <clears throat> uh, Cogburn. Uh, and this movie was based off a book. Now, True Grit with John Wayne took some liberties with the book, the second edition of True Grit, which was with um, uh, uh, Daniel uh, Daniels Daniels, uh, uh, what's his what's his face? Um, we're we're coming up with it. Jeff Daniels? Nope, nope, not Jeff Daniels. Oh Lord! Oh God! What's good? Jeff Bridges. That's who we're looking. <laughs> Jeff Bridges. It's not like I have a laptop in front of me or anything. Um, it was remade with Jeff Bridges, and that one strays to, it takes like a more of a very adaptive role to the book. But this one takes a little more liberty, so they're almost completely different watches. I recommend both of them. But True Grit, it's a great movie. It got John Wayne in it, obviously, um, and uh, essentially he's a drunken former U.S. marshal and he's a ranger, and he basically just helps someone. Tra- he helps us, uh, someone track down. Um, this this girl tracked down her father's murderer, and it's again, it's kind of like a cross country western adventure. It, it's just absolutely excellent, and uh, that's the second. That's my second favorite John Wayne movie. Uh, you got it. You got to go check it out. Um, so I you've probably seen the first one by the Coen Brothers with with Bridges, but uh, definitely check out this one if you haven't. It's a it's a different take, and I think you enjoy it. And lastly, was the first movie that ever made me cry, The Cowboys. Reason being, spoiler alert. Maybe I won't. Maybe I won't spoil this for you. That'd be kind of a. Yeah, we'll spoil it. Spoiler alert. Um, John Wayne dies in this movie, and that was enough to make me sob like crazy. Cause John Wayne, he's a badass, a total, total badass, and I idolized him as a kid. And to see him die in a movie, which again. Keep in mind, I thought John Wayne played just John Wayne in all these movies. So I thought him dying in this movie was the end of John Wayne movies. It was done. He's dead. He's gone forever. Turns out, again, that's not the case. He did not play John Wayne. He did not play himself in every movie, guys. Um, but he dies in this. 
and it, it really, uh, really broke me up as a kid. But the description of this one is rancher Will Anderson is forced to hire inexperienced boys as cow, cow hands in order to get the herd to market on time, but the rough drive is full of dangers, and a gang of cow rustlers is trailing them. Got to avoid those cattle rustlers. I try and, I mean, got to look out for those. When you're leaving work in the parking lot, you got to watch out for those cattle rustlers. Hey, they come, they come and get you. So, uh, yeah, The Cowboys. It's a great movie as well. Great story. Definitely check that out as well. So, Big Jake, True Grit, The Cowboys. Go get yourself some film history. Go uh, settle up to some John Wayne movies. Pour yourself a glass of whiskey and uh, wear your cowboy hat. We all have cowboy hats. No, we don't. All right, we'll throw one on anyways. Go find one. Put it on and watch some uh, John Wayne with the family. It uh, brings everyone together. No one, Nothing brings the family together quite like John Wayne. Jordan, what are we at? What do we have for time here? Jesus. How do people talk for hours on these things? Oh, God. Man. I was really hoping I was going to be like 35 minutes by now. I feel like I've been talking forever. Oh, Christ. Um, okay, well, uh, man, I should have had more topics lined up. What can we talk about? Hey, Venom. Venom's a good movie, guys. Go see Venom. I had a blast at that movie. It got really bad reviews, like shitty reviews. By the way, we're going to curse on this podcast. I'm a grown man. I'm going to do it. I didn't say this was for kids. I didn't say this was for children. Chitlins. You get, you get them. You, they can listen to this podcast. Like I'm not. We're not going to throw around any of the bad, big bad. Maybe we will. I don't know. I'll <laughs> Honestly, I have no idea what we'll do on this thing, but uh, we're cursing on it. So Venom, yeah, is great with Tom Hardy. Excellent, excellent movie. Um, excellence is stretch. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. I had fun. I laughed out loud many a times during that movie. Um, I thought the action sequences were great. So definitely check that out, man. I just want to throw that in there. That's how much I care about Venom. It wasn't on the schedule at all today. I'm just I'm free. I'm freeballing this right now. I'm a, <laughs> I'm, I'm a, I'm, you know, freestyling on this mic, uh, and that's how much I cared about Venom though, is to get that out there. So if you were afraid of those ratings, but you like Spider-Man, especially you like his villains, go check out Venom. That's a great, great movie. Um, Jordan, um, do you think I should, uh, I think I should end it here? Do you think we should, uh? Do you have any topics you'd like to talk about? Do you have anything on your mind you'd like me to go for? I know that we have discussed the Oscars oh. prior to this cast. Yes, in a text chain. Yes, we did. We did. We did discuss possibly and, talking. And I have nothing to add to that. So <laughs> <laughs> I saw that and I was like, I could do some research. And then I was like, I think Max uh, is going alone on this one. We're with T, yeah. and then T left. Yes. <laughs> so. Um, Okay, okay. Um, yeah, we were going to talk Oscars on this thing. And you know what? I totally forgot I was going to talk about Oscars on this thing. We might have to, we might have to delay that. Uh, we might have to delay that. Because uh, you know, I'm drawing blanks too right now. And I can only freestyle for so long. I'm not LL Cool J on this thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, man, I didn't even think I'd hop on the mic. Hey, I was happy to have you on the mic. I was for two seconds. <laughs> it was a welcome two seconds. I'm sure. I'm sure everyone thinks that they've they've they've. T- it's 24 minutes of just straight me right now Dude, talking. That's all they need. Maybe so. I can do. Uh, I have a diet Dr Pepper here. I could do some ASMR diet Dr Pepper drinking. I don't think no. you need to do that. <laughs> no. All right. That that's a little too far. All right. You know what, guys? I wanted to keep this one short, anyways. You know, I really did. So. 
hopefully you got something out of this. Again, give me some time as I practice and get comfortable on this on this mic here. Um, there's definitely uh, room for improvement. So again, what I would love for you all to do, cinemaxticpod at gmail.com. I want you to email us. I want you to give us suggestions. I want you to send your questions in there. I, I literally will discuss them, every single one of them. I don't care how many people send them in. As long as it's a reasonable number, I will discuss them. So send it over. I would love to talk. I'd love to discuss it. Um, uh, and, and yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go from there. So, guys, thanks again uh, for listening to the, the very first ever Cinemaxic podcast, the, the numero uno. Duel, that Duolingo is paying off, Jordan. I've been paying ten dollars a month for that. That's that's what that was for. You don't, uh, Rosetta Stone. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, essentially no plug. No, <laughs> never used it in no, my life. <laughs> yeah, no, no Rosetta Stone. Uh, Duolingo and Duolingo. Is this is a plug. Duolingo. Pay me, Duolingo. Pay me. Uh, that's <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, I think we're gonna leave it at that. Um, we discussed several topics again. Poke. Uh, Pokemon, Detective Pikachu, Fantastic Beasts, Toy Story 4, and we just kind of went over uh, my favorite John Wayne films. Um, So, yeah, guys, that's that's where I'm going to leave it. Thank you again so much for listening to the first ever Cinemaxic podcast. Be on the lookout Friday for The Common Room, very first episode. We're going to have a guest on there um, with me to banter and talk about what we thought of that movie. Really excited to dive into that. And again, download the Anchor app, A-N-C-H-O-R, to listen to this podcast as soon as possible because we're going to start pushing this baby out to all those podcast networks here before too long. But right now, just Anchor. And as in maybe just today. So hopefully everything else will be out there later this week. So Anchor app. See you then. Thanks so much. Goodbye.